Hello and welcome to another episode of Cancer with Craig, managing your illness as a project. Uh, my name is Kirk Faulkner and joining me today is Mr. Craig Faulkner. Welcome. I do feel welcome. We are gathered here in your beautiful home in Rancho Santa Fe, California, what we like to call the studio. And we've just been whiling the last hour away talking about podcasting. Yeah, I think we've come up with some good ideas about podcasting and how we can improve this podcast. Yeah. Well, we've had a really good time doing this and we kind of wonder, you know, what our future in podcasting looks like and what our future with this podcast looks like. It'd be great to get feedback from people and I would be interested to know what people enjoy about this podcast and what they'd like to see more of or, you know, what's been helpful. When I meet up with people who have listened to the podcast, they're always very quick to tell me how much they enjoy listening to you, but they never say that they really enjoy yeah, listening to me. Yeah, you say that. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they just feel like that's assumed okay. that, that, well, that you do good. I hope that's true. But I would like to connect with our audience a little more and let us know what you're thinking out there, Well, why don't we audience. do this, Kirk? At the end of this podcast, let's drop in our personal emails. Sure. And you reach out and tell us what you like or what you don't like or how we can improve. Kirk and I were discussing prior to this hopping on the mics here, we were reminiscing and discussing kind of my journey with my diagnosis. And I had mentioned to Kirk that it has been a year now, 12 months since I was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. Boy, uh, what a year. What a, what a year. <laughs> yeah. And what we're hoping for is we're hoping for this. We're hoping that the next year, the next five years, the next 10, 15, 20 years go as well as the last three or four months have gone yeah. for me and that we do less of Cants with Craig and more other fun Just podcasts. other stuff with yeah. Craig. Yeah, with Craig. Everything with Craig, but you know, it doesn't always have to be cancer. I think it's funny that we chose Cancer with Craig as the name for the podcast. That is a very bold name for a podcast. It is. Well, I think it alliterates well, though. It does. I, that was a big part. That was maybe its strongest aspect. I liked it, and I still do like it. But yeah, if cancer stops becoming so central an issue in your life, then it feels a little weird to keep talking about That's cancer right. with Craig. That's right. Well, one of the things that Kirk and I were reminiscing about was what happened. And I think we talked about this really in our first podcast, but I think at this uh, first year anniversary for my diagnosis, it bears repeating that I actually went to an oncologist in 2015. In 2015, I don't want to say I was misdiagnosed, but I was not diagnosed as having multiple myeloma. I was thinking that I should have pushed a little harder. I should have insisted on having a bone marrow biopsy, which my doctor did, the oncologist did say the way you can be certain whether you have multiple myeloma or not is to have a bone marrow biopsy. And I said, Hey, if I don't have to have one, I don't want one because I so heard it was quite it, painful. In 2015, he actually said the words multiple myeloma to oh, yeah, you. Absolutely. You had heard it before. Yeah. That where your protein levels are high, but they have not detected the myeloma cancer in your blood. Yeah. So that was my formal diagnosis. But had I insisted, and I'm good at woulda, coulda, shoulda, had I insisted on having a bone marrow biopsy, they would have diagnosed me as positive for multiple myeloma, without a doubt. 
I don't think I'm alone in this, but it would be very difficult for me to insist that a person take some of my bone marrow out. (laughs) I know now hearing you actually go through it, it isn't fun, but it sounds not fun. It sounds really not fun. Yeah, it really wasn't very fun having them drill down into my bone and suck bone marrow out. Yeah, that was painful. And it made me think, as I've rehearsed, before I go down this path of rehearsing this, just the significance of a year from 2015 to 2016, a year ago when I was formally diagnosed, probably was a very, very big contributor to my L3 vertebrae collapsing. That year that I had active multiple myeloma was really the year that contributed to the tumor eating away my multiple myeloma. And just an interesting side note is Tom Brokaw had a very, very similar experience where it took him a year to really get to an accurate diagnosis. There's a corollary here with projects, and we always like to try to bring it back to project management, but there is a lesson here about not seeing the unpleasant truth, the big truth that you don't want to admit to or that you don't want to acknowledge, I guess the elephant in the room. I think that's a great point, Kirk. When you start off any projects, especially big projects, sometimes we skirt some of the heavy lifting that has to be done, whether it's really owning up to the cost you're going to incur when you launch a big project. A lot of people who go to build a house for the first time, you know, think, well, okay, how much is it going to cost a square foot? They'll have a contractor say, well, that's going to be 200 or $300 a square foot, but they want to ignore and not really drill deep on, well, what about school fees? What about all the other ancillary fees, uh, architectural fees, architectural review fees, if you're in any kind of community where there are CCNRs? A lot of times we want to put the blinders on and just get enough information. And I've got to tell you, it's hard for me to own up to this. But back in 2015, when I was going through this, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast. I put the blinders on. Had I done more reading, I did a little reading online about multiple myeloma in 2015. But when you hear cancer, you kind of, at least for me, I put the blinders on just a little bit. Had I done any in-depth reading at all, one of the largest indicators that you are having problems and you potentially could have multiple myeloma, is if you're having bone pain, specifically in your sternum and in your ribs and in your vertebrae. Well, I had two of the three. I had very sharp pain in my sternum and also my ribs on the right side. That was diagnosed as costal chondritis, which is a straining of the ribs. But had I hopped online and really done any kind of drill, it wouldn't even need to have been a deep drill, I would have gone, oh my gosh, I need to take control of this project, so to speak. I need to suck it up and have that bone marrow biopsy and really demand it. I got to say, he's not my (laughs) doctor, but you go pretty far out of your way not to say that you were misdiagnosed, but it doesn't feel like that should have been totally on you to catch. Well, that's probably true. That's probably true. I've been in the business world and small business for long enough to know that, you know, we all make mistakes. I definitely think there was a mistake made, but I really don't have, I don't have any real bitterness in my heart about it. And I think that, 
you know, some people have nudged me a little bit and said, hey, you know, what are you going to do about it? And I think, my gosh, what I'm doing about it is looking forward. The point is not to dwell on that. The point is that when there are pleasant things in front of you, you know, take a deep breath and go after some of those unpleasant things on the front end. Well, yeah. And I think the other point is too, is that at the end of the day, you are responsible your life. We put a lot of trust in experts and everything, but you know, it's our life and our projects and we have to take the final responsibility for the good and the bad, I guess. Yeah, that's right. You know, I always liken it to business and I look at the successes and some of the failures that I've had in business. And I really think the successes have come primarily from just the doggedness that I've had and the single focus I've had on a goal in mind or a project that I've had in mind where there have been failures. You'll like this. I think of one failure that we had at our first publishing company, Emerald Publications, was richer than the pharaoh. (laughs) Um, This was back in 19, what, 1995, yeah. Yeah. This was a software game that we developed. Emerald Publications, for those of you who don't know, it was a publishing company where we published marketing materials for financial advisors. And richer than the pharaoh was probably 10 years before its time. Yeah, it was a little kind of role-playing game. It was meant to teach uh, High school like, students? Yeah, and like kind of fiscal responsibility and right. investment concepts. It was set in this futuristic Egyptian kind of landscape. Called Skyro. Oh, Skyro. <laughs> yeah, I forgot some of the details. You would go around and you would invest in different like mutual funds and, and annuities. Like annuities. And- it had real cool graphics. It was on CD-ROM, I think, at the time. Right. And I was also very involved in helping with this, which is why I'm a little embarrassed. But it's the one thing I was really involved in with Emerald, and it's the one thing that didn't <laughs> succeed at all. So it's a little bit of a sore spot. But Well, I don't think it had anything to do with your effort. I think it had to do with really our focus. Part of that project should have been on the front end. And getting involved in some focus groups, getting involved with high school students, getting involved because we really planned on trying to market it through PTAs and have national contests through high schools. But that just was a grander notion than what we had really the resources to pursue. We should relaunch it as an app. That's right. That's really what it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, business uh, idea. Business we, we idea. have to edit that out of the that's podcast right. so nobody steals it. <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. The focus aspect is interesting too because when you talk about focus, you know, there's a big aspect of it remaining positive and keeping your eye on the prize and not letting anything get you down. And at the same time, we're talking about being realistic and acknowledging problems as they come up. I find that a lot of times in these podcasts, we have kind of a tightrope message. You kind of got to play both sides of the coin. You can't get too mired down in problems, but at the same time, you can't put on blinders and not see what's really happening. You know, as I look back, you know, this time last year with that formal diagnosis and replay what happened in 2015, there certainly is a part of me that relives that moment sitting in that exam room with my first doc, the oncologist that gave me the prognosis, you know, and I was delighted that I quote, you know, had MGUS and I didn't have the active multiple myeloma. 
and I enjoyed it for a year or so. <laughs> yeah, and you'd probably feel a little different about it if you hadn't bounced back so well with your back. Yeah, that's true. My back has given me a lot of trouble, but I bounced back pretty good from that, you know. Well with, enough with to the, go glamping this that's weekend. That's right, that's right. <laughs> uh, Marilyn and I just got back just a couple hours ago. We went glamping. I know it's a little bit corny, but have you heard of glamping before? <laughs> uh, most everybody has. It's more of a glamorous way of camping. And we were in Zion National Park. It was beautiful. There was a company called Under Canvas. They did a really a fantastic job. They put up these canvas tents on platforms, and our tent actually had a shower and a toilet in there, and we had a king-size bed. And so we had all the benefits of sleeping in a tent, but some of the comforts of home. You want to talk about a big project and really shooting for the stars, so to speak, Yeah. this under canvas. They've got locations in, I think, three or four, maybe even five national parks now. Glacier National Park is one of them. Zion is another one. Moab, Utah is another one. I don't know if they're in Yellowstone or not, but this was right outside the National Park of Zion. And so we were there for two nights. My back did pretty well. We actually rode around in an ATV, and I'm feeling a little stiff and a little tired. It was nothing too radical, but it was nice to be able to get out for a couple of days. Do you feel like, you know, now that you're a year into having a diagnosis, you had that experience where you didn't get it when maybe you could have in the beginning? Do you feel like now you've made a change? Like you're more likely to look at a painful truth or deal with something than you would have been before? I am. And I am spending a little more time online. I seem to be able to handle that a little better. I don't dwell on it. It's not like I'm online all the time looking at multiple myeloma, but I do spend time looking at some of the foundations. I asked some pointed questions from my doc. I think I mentioned episode or two ago, taking this Revlimid, which is my oral chemo medication that I take. I asked Dr. Ball, I said, well, how long am I going to be taking? I said, well, the rest of your life or until we come up with a better solution to keep your M-spike down. And I said, okay, well, I said, are there any side effects? Because I hadn't really read a lot about it. Again, putting the blinders on a little more than I should have, I guess. He kind of laughed just a little bit, <laughs> snickered at <laughs> a little me. little dark, he, dark he, laughter. Yeah, he thought, what are you new? <laughs> he said, well, actually, I can see you're not using enough sunblock, so start using more sunblock because he said, you're more susceptible to skin cancer. And he yeah. said, also, so leukemia. He said, secondary types of cancer, you become much more susceptible to. And I said, after those two or three things, I said, okay, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I think I've got enough so information. So you, you let the blinders go a little bit, Just but you can't let them go all the way. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So yeah, because the alternative of not taking that is, you know, significantly riskier for me. When he said, unless we can come up with something better, does he just mean unless Western medicine can develop like another cure? That's right. There are a lot of trial tests. I mean, it's amazing. Just in the last 12 months, I think there have been, you know, a half a dozen new drugs approved for multiple myeloma. Wow. So it's something that a lot of research money is being thrown at, being invested. I shouldn't say thrown at. There are very, very find organizations and medical groups that are, you know, pursuing a better way to manage and pursuing a cure. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Everybody out there, if you're putting off some medical procedure or some test because you don't want to do it, maybe take this uh, podcast as a message that now's the time to go get that screening or that test and 
better to know and start dealing with it now. That's right. And if you're embarking on a project unrelated to your health and you're just looking at the big picture and you're not looking at some of the hard facts and realities right in front of you or that you should be looking at, there's no time like today or tomorrow, but don't go past tomorrow to look at those facts, to look at the reality and use those facts to really help you chart a path that's going to help you achieve a successful project. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you already pledged that we were sharing our emails, so you have to oh, go that's first. Right. Okay. I am Craig, C-R-A-I-G, at F as in Faulkner, D as in development, G as in group, FDG101.com. And you can reach me at KirkFaulkner at gmail.com. That's Kirk like the captain, Faulkner like the writer. That's what I say at loud parties to help people get my name. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a great episode. I'm glad to talk to you about it. And I think we're all ready to wrap up. All right. Thanks for listening. Okay. Thanks.